This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon. As you are, We're broadcasting you out of Tampa Bay, but we're broadcasting to you all over the country, all over the first coast of Jacksonville, St. Augustine and Folkestone, Georgia, all over the Hampton Roads area of Virginia and all over Tampa Bay from north of Fort Myers to south of Ocala, all the way over to Disney. However you're hearing us today, maybe it's even on the podcast, Martha. Martha, why don't you tell people how they can sign up for the podcast? Because people don't, they don't have to listen to us live every day. They don't. And a lot of people don't have that opportunity to listen to us live. And so we want to let you know, you can hear this um, great content that we get to uncover every day via podcast. And everybody seems to have their favorite platform, Jim. So if they just go to that platform and search for I work for him, no spaces, all one word, the number I work four. the number for him then they should find our podcast and be able to subscribe, download the podcast and listen to them on your own terms. Because I know a lot of people, they're exercising or they're, um, for me, it's cleaning or um, just, you know, getting ready in the morning. I love to listen to podcasts then. So um, take advantage of that and listen to the podcast. And we have another one that we can introduce people to today. That's right. Okay. Listen, what is a kingdom driven entrepreneur? I think that's a great question. What is it to be an entrepreneur? What about a Christian entrepreneur? What does it take to move all of that to being a kingdom-driven entrepreneur? Today, we get to talk with Shay Bynes from Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. While Shay and I have never met face-to-face, and we've only had a few minutes of pre-conversation, I know we're like-minded because I've spent a ton of time on Facebook, on Facebook, no, a ton of time on her website looking at it, but I went, the reason I ran into her is I was out on LinkedIn and I ran across her name and I saw the 19 people that we were linked in, common connections, mm-hmm. and that tells me we are like-minded people because 19 of the most kingdom-minded people I know are also friends with Shea Bynes. Unbelievable. So, what will it take for you to entrepreneurially minded people who are listening to this show and subsequent podcasts to realize the kingdom call in your life? What's it going to take? What will it take for you to pursue that call with all the power that Jesus said you had available to you? Don't even think of changing stations now. You're going to hear things and experience things on today's show that you never experienced before. Shay Bynes, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much for having me. Really excited to be here. And I'm kind of embarrassed because I'm asking this after we already went on there, but am I saying your last name right? <laughs> yes, it's Shea Vine. You got it. Okay, good. That would have been really embarrassing, but I figured I better just ask now so I don't just dig myself into an hour-long hole. All right, so go. let's let's just talk. We always do this, Shea, with every first-time guest on our show. We always ask this question. How did you come to be a follower of Jesus? Well, I grew up in a church I don't remember ever not being in church. So my Mm. parents were very active uh, in a non-denominational Christian church when I was growing up. And so I recall, I think I was around the age of eight when I asked to be baptized. So I gave my life to the Lord at age eight, but it wasn't until I was well into my 30s before I really cultivated an intimate relationship with Him for myself. So... What did that? What does that mean? Cultivated a really deep relationship. What happened between eight and thirty that that kept the distance? And what happened in your early thirties that said, "I got to go all in"? Yeah. So 
I wouldn't say there was so much of a distance. I was like good Christian girl, right? I stayed out of trouble, you know, you know, kind of looking at my life. No one would think that. I mean, it was pretty, pretty kind of dull. I was <laughs> good grades, good kids, you know, stayed out of trouble, all that stuff. But it was really as if I just knew my parents, Jesus, you know, and I think I had just a kind of a reverential fear of my parents. Mm-hmm. And I respected my parents, and so I kind of, that was kind of my mindset at the time, which is why I kind of pretty much stayed out of trouble. But then when I got married, I, when I finished college, uh, my husband and I, he was my high school sweetie, we got married right after college. And then nine months later, I got pregnant with our first daughter. And I think it was around that time when I realized that my, like, I, you know, I used, I used to think I had everything all planned out. I've got the whole thing all planned out. And when I had an unexpected uh, pregnancy, that was when, that was kind of the beginning stages. And that was when I was in the early 20s. But that was my early stages of realizing, you know what? I actually am not in control of my life. Like, I'm really not. I, I know I would say God was in control, you know, but I didn't really act that way. And I think that that was the first kind of seed of me beginning to, really understand what it looks like to be his child to even seek him and not to just see it be it you know have a relationship where it's like well i know he loves me and i want to you know i want to represent well for my parents (laughs) who love him right you know i went that was the beginning part of the transition but the radical change happened later on which is part of my story of how kingdom driven entrepreneurs started so we'll probably save it yeah so save it for a second so We're talking today with Shay Bynes, and she is um, in what we're going to introduce everybody today is to the kingdomdriventrepreneur.com. So if you get a chance um, while you're not driving to go look at on your laptop or your phone or whatever, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, you're going to find all kinds of resources that we're talking about today and opening up their ideas to what God has laid on Shay's heart. So... Um, you want to dive more into our story? Well, well, let's let's just talk about this. We always like to ask this, this subsequent question, and then we'll drive into the kingdom-driven entrepreneur. At what point in time in your life, Shay, did you make that connection between your faith and your work, where you realized that everything about you and Jesus should be applying to everything about you all day long? Hmm. So I think that came at a time about six months after I left my corporate career. So I actually left my corporate career as a rather dramatic thing. Like I really felt like the Lord wanted me to uh, transition. And I'd been working in tech for a while. And I really felt like I was supposed to be transitioning, but I couldn't make any natural sense out of it. I had I was working a business on the side and working my job full time at the time. And I just really felt like this pull. So I created this really long list of things that I really felt needed to be accomplished before I would ever take a step out. And it was a wise list. It was very, I'm a very meticulous planner. So it was a very wise list of things that needed to be accomplished, you know? Mm-hmm. And as I was going throughout this year, this was in 2009. And as I was going throughout that whole year, I just kept feeling like the Lord was like, you know, it's time for you to step out. It's time for you to step out. It's time for you to go full time. But I didn't have any reason to do it. Like, other than the fact that I felt like he was asking me to, I didn't have any other reason. It just didn't make any sense to me. And I finally left because I had this crazy encounter with God in April 2010 when I was at a business conference. And I heard from God like I had never, ever, ever heard from God before. And he just said, go. And it was it shook me like to the core. And I knew exactly what he was talking about. I knew exactly why he wanted me to go. I didn't know where he wanted me to go, but I knew why. But I knew that I was supposed to go and leave my job. And so fortunately, my husband had been encouraging me along along the way because he'd been nudging me for months and so I had finally left my job but 
what happened, Jim and Martha, is after that, I went into, like, a serious grind. Like, I was just working as hard as I could, trying to move as fast as I could. I felt like, like you know, I was obedient to leave, but now you got me out here, God. I was just trying to take, you know, take over, right? And it was about six months after of just doing everything I could possibly do. And I knew what I was doing because I had been building a business, so I just had more time to do it. But in six months of what was completely faithless action-taking, God completely interrupted me. And he said, are you done yet? Because I'm making zero progress. So wait, so wait, so this this way now, you got to leave room here for me asking questions and all this. You're very excited. So that six months, that six months, you were trying to help God. And he was trying to say, would you just wait on me? Yes. I wanted to help God because I felt like he he asked me to leave and I felt like I did. And it was probably, and to be honest with you, it was the first time I ever exalted God's wisdom over my own that moment of me actually leaving that job. Mm-hmm. So that was like the first time I'd ever done that. So then I was scared. So I, so I pretty much spent like that next six months going nuts until he interrupted me. And so that was, I have all these like little tiny, like moments in time where God shifted my thinking or just shifted my heart on something. And that was another one of those moments. And that's when I realized that, yes, well, if God, if you're the one who led me out, then I have to lean on you to the why you led me out and where you want me to go. It didn't, it didn't happen until that point. So in April of 2010, you're at this business conference. God <laughs> totally intersects your life, flips you yes. upside down, shifts your paradigm permanently and says, now. Yes. And then was it six months after that or six months leading up to that? That was six months after I left my job. Got it. Okay. <laughs> six, six months after I left my job was when I had the, are you done yet? Are you done trying to do this on your own yet? <laughs> KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. I really want you to check it out. Let's just say you know, just like Shea Bynes knew, that you're entrepreneurial right to the very core of your being. What do you do with that? How do you get the training to take that to being a kingdom-driven entrepreneur? Shea Bynes, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you. So at what point in time in your life, just go back. I mean, I know we're here in the, in the, in your story, we're in the fall of 2010, but at what point in time in your life did you realize that you were an entrepreneur? How old were you when you realized you wanted to be independent, self-employed, entrepreneurial? I think it happened when I was in college because I didn't have, I didn't have any business owners really in my life growing up. There was no one really modeling that around me, but when I was in college, there was a few of my friends that really introduced me to the idea of being a business owner. And so I think the seed was planted then. And very soon after I graduated, like my first job right out of sight of college, I immediately started kind of operating in business on the side. And my first beginning was selling items, hard to find items on Yahoo auctions. That was my beginning. Well, everybody's got to start somewhere. My beginning was selling door-to-door greeting cards. So yeah, we all start. <laughs> That's awesome. So you were tell, <clears throat> excuse me, you were telling us this story that um, you know you were hearing the Lord tell you to move out into that entrepreneurial arena and be obedient, and you know you were you you were took your time, finally heard him say, okay, this is it. And then you thought that you had to make it happen, um, that you were, you know, 
I, I think fear of failure, a lot of people, maybe that's what it was for you. Just like, you know, okay, God told me to do this. I better succeed. So what did God do at that point to interrupt you um, and say, hey, hello, here I am. I'm the one who uh, told you to do all this. <laughs> what did that yeah, look like? I, I mean, it was really just in the middle of me grinding just like mm-hmm. in the middle of my grind one day it's just it's just i just i just heard i just heard him say to me are you done yet i was just in the middle of work you know doing what i normally do is just doing a whole lot more of it my husband and i uh, involved in real estate investing and i was uh, teaching real estate investors and coaching those who are just coming into the business i was just doing more of that right mm-hmm. anything and then and not only that i was adding other things on top of it because that wasn't moving fast enough right so <laughs> i'm adding other things on top of it learning you know chasing after the crazy squirrels and internet marketing and you know it was nuts i was just doing too much and it was just in the middle of that and it happens to me a lot with the lord it's just like it'll be in the middle of something and mm-hmm. it's just and you know and you know that it's not you you know that that's god because it's like where it's you know it's that thought that just came out of nowhere it seems it was one of those moments so tell us if you go, if any of our listeners go to your facebook page like i did they're gonna see this um big image about the grace grind. Is that what this came out of? You wrote a book that God was writing a little story there and teaching you some lessons? Well, yeah, I think it does. So the book's called Grace Over Grind, How Grace Will Take Your Business Where where Grinding Can't. And and I believe that seeds were planted at that time. But to be honest, it cultivated over years of time. The message in that book was cultivated over, over years of just him working on my heart, uh, changing my mindset, getting me into a different flow of working in partnership with him that, that <laughs> yielded that book. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. What you just said there, so powerful. When we go back to the original story, the beginning of all of this, God said to Adam, I want you to start and I want you to name all the animals. I'll bring them all to you and you name them all working together with God. Yes. That's always been his intention to work with us in our work. So God asks you, to quit it all, you quit it all in the spring of 2010. In the fall, you finally realize God's been saying, "Hey, Shay, by the way, I had a plan. Um, <laughs> uh, would you would you like to talk about my plan? Because you're just trying to do your thing and saying it's my yes. thing and asking me to bless your thing. So yes. take us from there and where that led to Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Sure. So so now we're fall of 2010. For the next year and a half, really, at that point, I just kind of slowed my pace. And I was more sensitive to hearing what he had to say, but I, I was still, I still had no idea, you know, why did I leave my job? What is it I'm supposed to be learning here? What is it I'm supposed to be doing? But I did kind of slow down my pace. And so I continued to do what I was doing in my business, um, just at a better pace. And I could, and then there was another business that had started in that time. But the other thing that happened, the other interruption that led to Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur is that in March of 2012, a friend of mine who was in the real estate business contacts me and he says, Shay, I met this woman and when I met her, I really felt like I was supposed to connect you guys. And I said, okay, that's cool. And so he introduced me to this woman. She lived out in LA. We had a great conversation, but the whole time we're talking, I'm like, she's cool, but I don't know why he was so adamant that we connect. And at the end of that call, this woman says, one of my coaching clients, I really feel like I'm supposed to connect you to her. And I said, okay, great. Go ahead and do that. So I get on the phone in March 2012 with a woman named Antonina Gear, And when we got on the phone, it was as if we had known each other for 
ever. And we were having conversations about stuff that you just do not talk to people about in the first time you have a chat with them. I'm talking about things that the Lord placed on my heart. I'm talking to her about what I'm doing in business and kind of where I, where I think things might be going. We're just talking about our lives and everything. And so it ended up being, it was interesting because I couldn't shake the fact that we had met for a really specific reason. I couldn't shake it. Mm. And so we just kind of kept talking as friends. I'd have her on my podcast. She had me, you know, uh, help her inner circle of her clients to help them with building, making products online and stuff like that. And so we were just kind of helping each other out, but I could not shake. There was something specific for the reason we met. So I finally brought it up to her. I'm like, this, like, I really feel like there's a really specific reason why God brought us together. And she said, I've been feeling the same way. And I said, well, let's pray about it and let's come back in a week and talk about it some more and so we did that and then we came back in the next week we talked about some stuff i'm like it's none of those things i'm like i can't shake it though so we said we said let's pray about it and come back again we did this like three <laughs> times and on the third time we came back she says to me you know there are these words i wrote down in my journal some time ago i have no idea what what god why god gave them to me i don't know what it's about i don't know anything but there are these three words and it's kingdom driven entrepreneur. And when she said those three words, it was like my spirit left. And what flew out of my mouth, which was clearly Holy Spirit, because I didn't know what I was talking about, was that's a community, that's a movement, and it starts with a book. Those words flew out of my mouth in that moment. Wow. And so it was just this crazy divine orchestration type of thing. And so the two of us, these two strangers, one from South Carolina, one in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, get together and start praying about and talking about what is this thing that God has on his heart, kingdom-driven entrepreneur. And over for the next handful of months, I'd say over the next, I think around four or five months, we were actually just praying about this thing. We were starting to write this book because, hey, it was a community and it's a movement that starts with a book. So we started praying and writing this book. And it was so cool because what would happen is, you know, here we are, two strangers, and we would read each other's writings. We're like, wow, like we're talking, we are on one accord on this thing, and we're strangers. And after a handful of months, it was like, well, we should meet. If we're going to do this thing, God's like showing us that, you know, we have an operating agreement, with, which was a joke because we didn't even know what we were doing. And it's like, we're going to do this thing together, but we don't exactly know what it is, and we haven't even met face-to-face. And so we met face-to-face. That was October of 2012, and, and we launched with the beginning with a book and a community in November of 2012. And so that was the beginning of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Wow. I love that story. And I love the fact that you highlighted that God is really good at networking, that he loves to make (laughs) connections within the kingdom, because that is something that we have experienced across the country so many times, including connecting with you on LinkedIn, because God does things like that. He is the ultimate networker. And, you know, I want to point out for our listeners, as we're talking with Shay Bynes, and she is with KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com, and um, we want to hear more about this story. But I want to point out the fact that it wasn't completely obvious at the beginning, yet you knew that God had a plan. So you kept pushing in and leaning into that and praying about it, because I think that this is one of the things that Jim and I struggled with was, you know, we saw something and we're like, oh, that must be it and dove into something, you know, to try to help God kind of, you know, when you yes. were in your six month grind, that's, we've had that story in our life. And, um, you know, there's, there's something really important about hearing this lesson of leaning in and pressing in and keeping on asking when you know that God's got something, but you're not clear on what it is until he makes that's it clear. Right. So thanks for sharing. So, Shay, we've got a minute left in this segment. Just give people the first brief intro into Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. So our mission in a nutshell is to inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs who desire to be led by God in their businesses. It's all about people being able to experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. So that's our mission in a nutshell. I told you I had a whole minute. That only took 20 seconds. All right, so. <laughs> okay, well, I could go further in. No, no, we'll let, we'll, we'll, we'll let okay. you cap it there. We've got Shay Bynes on the line today. You can check her out online, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. You know, when I work for him, we're always trying to connect you with resources out there in the kingdom that can help equip you further in the call that's on your life. Mm-hmm. And there are many people that are listening today that have, that have heard us talk about being an entrepreneur and, and being a Christ-centered, a Jesus-following entrepreneur. What does that look like? And we've talked about other organizations like the Nehemiah Project that will teach you biblical entrepreneurship. Well, Shea Bynes takes this to a whole nother level with kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. Make sure you check her out there. Shay, here's a question for you. Before we go back into Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, are you familiar with the Nehemiah Project? I am. Yes, I am familiar with Nehemiah Project. Because, again, the two of you guys are doing such incredible things uh, that teaching biblical entrepreneurship, you're you're encouraging people to follow Jesus in being an entrepreneur. I love that. I love seeing uh, economies of scale. We can do that stuff together. All right. On your website, Shay, it says this. That your mission is to inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs who desire to be led by God in their business so they can experience his best and have a greater kingdom impact in the marketplace. What are you doing to accomplish this mission at Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur? Sure. So so we have the inspire, teach, and mentor. So I'm going to take them one at a time. On the inspirational side... So this is what we do through media. So we want to inspire people to do business that's completely yielded in partnership with an awesome and limitless God. And so that's why we have our Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur Podcast, where we highlight the stories of what this looks like on an operational basis for people to do business and partnership with God and the fruit that comes out of that. We just recently started, we just started film which is really exciting for me personally, these short films that basically take these stories, but now we're showing them in visual format, right? So we started with our first film, which was called The Bakery Jesus Build, and we're continuing to release, release more films as well. So we have kind of the media side of what we do, which is really supposed to be an inspiration. It's like a draw you in, the invitation that you have from Abba to do business with him, right? Mm-hmm. That's the invitation. That's the inspirational piece. Then we have the teaching piece. So that's, someone's inspired. They're like, okay, that sounds really great. That sounds really good. I want to do more than be a believer who does business who happens to follow Christ. Like, I want to do business with him. Now, how do I do that? What does that look like? And that's where the teaching comes in. So that's where we have books. That We, ha- we have a great course called Firestarter School. Uh, we have our, and then we have our mentoring program as well. So we teach as well. And then we have our mentoring, and that comes in with our mentoring program. So we have a wonderful mentoring community with entrepreneurs all across the globe where we can work with you one-on-one and you can actually do this in the context of community. So you can get one-on-one mentorship in your walk to doing business and partnership with God, but you also have that support of a really authentic, loving, supportive community. And so it's been amazing. It's been really great. So give us an example of, of, of a random phone call you've got one day in the last seven or eight years. Somebody says, I want to know more. And, and you've got the success story today of somebody who's walked through with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur and, and and their story today. Can you tell us one of those stories? I mean, there's lots of stories. It's interesting because so we started our Igniter's mentoring program back in 2015. And it's so awesome because a lot of times people come into it with this expectation that says, hey, 
I'm coming because I'm a business owner and I really want to grow in my relationship with God and doing business with him. And they come in with that expectation and they don't realize that when they come, the first thing God's going to work on is their marriage and he's going to restore their relationship, right? And he'll work Mm -hmm. on that first or he'll restore something that's just been totally broken with them before he even gets to the business. So we have a number of testimonies of relationships that have been restored and strengthened, uh, whether it's spouses, whether it's mother and daughter, um, all of these things. And what's so cool is when those things get in place, then they start to see their businesses start to thrive. Areas where they were stuck in their business, all of a sudden it's like, you know, now something's broken. And then they were able to go through and build their business from there. And I think that's been one of the exciting things for me is to see just how God cares about it all. And so you might be coming in thinking, well, it's just, I'm, I'm looking to build this business, you know, but not realize that God's concerned with the whole thing and that there's a lot of things that actually impact your ability to do business and do business well. So those are like some of my favorite stories are ones when there's, when there's family restoration and various ways uh, that then leads to business restoration and growth. You know, and this goes back to the whole um, reason that we have this um, platform. I work for him and helping people to understand that uh, God doesn't want us to compartmentalize our life. It's not work and then church and then family. It's like he changed all of us. And sometimes yes. he needs to deal in one of those areas to get us healthy so that we can be um, all that he wants us to be in all of our lives. So um, I know that for me, it really resonated when you were saying, you know, it might be a marriage that gets that gets healed along the way because um, the that is yeah, because why. If, because if there's a messy marriage and you want to get into business, there's a quick way to destroy a marriage. Mm. Yes, yes. For sure. That's exactly right. And we'll have some, you know, one of uh, the women who's in the mentoring program, who's now one of the mentors for the program, you know, when she came in, she had a, she was a business coach, but God, I mean, that was not even in line with what God had for her, right? And then over her time in the program, now it's like over the past, let's say, I'd say about the past year to year and a half, she has completely shifted and gotten in alignment with what God has for her, and she is flourishing, and I, and I love that. So sometimes that's what that's what will happen too. Is someone will come in with one business, and then as they spend time with the Lord and as they're seeking God and they partner with Him, they realize that He has something else for them, and then they have the supportive community to go through what's because you know transition's not easy. So then they have transition, and then they find that they thrive in the new place and the new season that God has for them. So those are the types of stories that I, I you know, I, I love them. I love seeing people really get alignment with, uh, with what God has on His heart concerning them, and then seeing them thrive in that way. Right. So Shay is introducing us to KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. So if this it sounds intriguing to you and you want to hear more, go to the website, KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. Shay, one of the things that I would like for you to just kind of hone in on is you said, you know, when they come in and they're a part of community and, you know, things like that. What does that look like? I'm, I'm always the one that goes, you know, is thinking like, but what does that mean? What does that look like? You so, talking logistics? What do you think? Well, I mean, just if someone were to say, oh, I'm interested in being a part of this community, what will they experience? So there's different ways that people come into community, right? There is, I'm not trying to be deep here, but this is how I think about it. So if you've got like the Old Testament temple where you've got the outer court, the inner court, and the holy of holies, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got, so there's a lot of people who their idea of being a part of the community is that they're connected. They're like in the outer court kind of hanging out. They're like listening to the podcast and loving it. They're sharing the podcast. They're doing all of those things, but they may not ever 
connect with us with the online community aspect, right? We have a Facebook group where people really connect, right? So we have mm-hmm. the Facebook group, and then we have people that join Igniter as mentoring community, and that's both online and offline. You know, you get the whole thing. So the community aspect comes however somebody decides to get plugged in. They could be on the, they could be on the outskirts, but we always say, hey, come on in, right? So right. we want people to be connected with others, and so they can do that through our online community, and then we also have offline community as well. And one of the beautiful things that's been happening as well is that we have igniters in our mentoring program who have been starting these, um, like, meetup groups in their local cities. We'll have people who will read our Bible reading plans on the, on the YouVersion Bible app and then say, hey, I'm going to use this with some people in my church, and just we're just going to get connected so we can talk about kingdom-driven entrepreneurship. So I'm loving how this is a movement. So organically what God's doing is moving through the hearts of people, and people are just gathering. People were mm-hmm. gathering around the thing, things that I don't even know about. I only know what they tell me. They'll send me an email right. and say, hey, we did this. So there's things that we formally do, you know, to gather people together, like our events, like our mentoring programs and those types of things. And then there's just the things that are just happening because this, that's what God's doing, right? And people who I may or may never never even know or never encounter or meet face-to-face, uh, they're getting together with other people in their community and learning what it looks like to go from saying, hey, I'm a Christian who loves Jesus and I happen to own a business, but I might be doing it based on right. worldly principles, to, hey, I'm going to be kingdom-driven, kingdom-minded, and kingdom-motivated with my business. So one of the things we love for our listeners to hear is about these different resources. And you listed several things that they can find on your website, which is kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com. But just talk briefly about the Bible reading plans, because I did see that on your website, and I think that there are a lot of people that are always looking for that connection, that where's the scripture connecting to what I'm doing and where God is heading heading me. So um, how do they find your Bible reading plans and, and what's the focus there? Sure. So we actually have seven of them right now, and that number will probably grow throughout this year. And mm-hmm. you can find them. The easiest way to find them is to go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, and in the menu under free resources, there's a link there that says version Bible Reading Plans, because then okay. we link to all seven of them. But we've got one on Grace Over Grind. We have one on demonstrating God's love in business, demonstrating God's presence in business, you know, how to demonstrate, you know, how to discern good ideas from God ideas. And so we've got a number of plans there. And so that's actually been really one of the uh, best ways that God has used in terms of our resources to bring people into community has been yeah. that you version, those you that's version amazing. Bible plans. Yeah. I want to make, we're running out of time of the shows. You know, we only got a little bit of time left in this segment. And then we're almost done with our hour. I, I, there's so much I want to cover. I, you, you've got these five core principles of a kingdom driven entrepreneur. And I want to talk about those and we're not going to get them all done. We've got a couple minutes left in this segment. I want to hit them because these five core principles that characterize this kingdom driven entrepreneur, they're not exactly what the world is saying an entrepreneur should look like, are they? No, it's that whole upside down kingdom thing. <laughs> so tell us what what are those what are those five things? Sure. So these are pretty much the five core principles that really kind of capture the heart of what we're doing in this movement. And the first of them is a lifestyle of working by the power of God's grace. Okay, so that's about working diligently, but working diligently in partnership with Him and in His rest rather than, you know, relying primarily on our own strength and doing, you know, and our own grind, right? Which is, which is, which is by the way, the thing that the world celebrates in entrepreneurship, right? Is that hustle and that grind. Right. So one of those things is that lifestyle of working by the power of God's grace. The second is 
a lifestyle of radical generosity. So this is, I mean, this is what Christ demonstrated, right? It's radical open-handedness. It's liberality. And because Jesus demonstrated the kingdom through his radical generosity, right? And so what does that look like for us as business owners to be focused on radical generosity? That's more than, the world can be even generous too, right? Hmm. You can see there's plenty of businesses where you'll see generosity, but the generosity isn't radical generosity, and the generosity is also not motivated by Christ and motivated by love, Mm -hmm. right? So you've got that. Then you've got your reflection of unity and collaboration, which is one of my favorites, right? That is how do we lay aside just all of our selfish ambition, this idea of independence, and how do we all collectively put the king's agenda first? And how do we come together as the body of Christ to see the king's agenda move forward, right? Again, not not how the world does things, right? No. Everything, even, even collaborations in the world are centered around how can we both individually That's right. Yeah. That's right. But this conversation with Shay Bynes from Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, She's based out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but that doesn't ma- that doesn't limit how you can interact with her. She's got people interacting with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur from all across the globe. Right before the break, Shay, you were going through the five core principles uh, that characterize a Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. You said a lifestyle of working by the power of God's grace. Then you said a lifestyle of radical generosity. And boy, I have covered that so many times. Love that, love that, love that. And then a reflection of unity and collaboration because Christ-centered entrepreneurs, they are going to understand that it's not all about them, that it's about being part of the greater kingdom and that they're supposed to collaborate with people, not reproduce the wheel what somebody else is doing, but collaborate and work alongside others. Those are the first three. What are the final two? So the final two are a lifestyle of honor toward and for others. So that's all a matter of, you know, how do we esteem and affirm the God-given gifts and anointing that others have on their lives, right? Because when we honor others, that really creates, that creates a flow of of, of blessing. That's heaven's economy, right? All of this stuff is about heaven's economy versus the world's economy, right? Mm -hmm. And then the last one is a reflection of God's heart. So for humanity, right? So it's us carrying God's heart to the world around us by the power of the Holy Spirit. So those are the five things that cultivate. When I had to put, this was something that actually took some time. I mean, Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur is about six years old, and it has taken just kind of years of just kind of plowing the ground around this topic to get to these core five things as far as our assignment for Kingdom Entrepreneurs, you know, in this space. For us to cultivate these five things among, you know, Christ-following entrepreneurs. You know, your vision says this on your website. Our vision is to see individuals, families, cities, and industries radically transformed for God's glory. We envision a community of thriving entrepreneurs with businesses that serve as a sign and wonder to the world full of the grace and power of Jesus Christ. That sounds like you're talking about a whole bunch of Jesus followers running businesses. I love that. (laughs) So how, I mean, just take that for our audience further. How can our businesses serve as a sign and wonder to the world? What do you mean? Yeah, so, and I love this question because this is this is where you have a business that's clearly marked by God. When you talk about revealing the glory of God, revealing the character of God, that means that there's got to be something going on in your business that testifies of who He is, right? And so for every entrepreneur, that can look different. Uh, we've had some, uh, for example, we just shared a testimony of one entrepreneur where she had a home-based bakery and she went into a storefront bakery completely debt-free by the complete favor of God. Like she had no money. Like she went from 
home to storefront. It's a blessing to her community, and her story is is crazy. And anyone who sees her story can only say that, well, there ha- God had to be involved in that because there's nothing else that you can point to. Even in my own testimony of the growth of kingdom-driven entrepreneur over the last year, the stories that I can tell about what took place over the last year, it only points to Jesus because you can't rationalize it, right? You can't rationalize the growth that took place when I had the least amount of hours to work with the, with the newborn, right? You just can't, yeah. you can't <laughs> rationalize it. And so the idea here is that there's things, there's something that's taking place, and this only happens in partnership with God. So it only happens in partnership with God for you to be able to see what is you, what's unique and how God's going to work and flow with you through your business, that it serves as a testimony of who he is. So that at the end of the day, it's not that you have grinded this thing out and then say, to God be the glory and nobody's convinced. But people can actually look at this thing and see, wow, because this was not done by the sweat of their brow. Yes, right. it did work, but there's something here that's different. This was marked by God. You know, it makes me think of when you have someone that you know is not a Christ follower and they make a comment like, there must be a God. You know, you know that you've made that you've made that imprint or that sign and wonder to the world yes. that God's hand is in it because there's not yes. no bigger compliment than when somebody goes, there must be a God. How in the world? world did that happen so tell That's our right. so tell our listeners about the event that you have coming up uh this spring oh sure so i'm really excited about this is our first event like this it's called kde live kingdom driven entrepreneur live we're going to be in the metro atlanta area april 4th through the 6th so it's coming up pretty quick and so mm-hmm. this is just a, this is an event. It's an opportunity for those who uh, really desire to come together with other kingdom-driven entrepreneurs. It's going to be a mix of worship and prophetic impartation and workshops uh, that you know we're going to have some practical applications to the workshops and the teaching. Just to be a mix of all those things, as well as an opportunity for our kingdom collaboration. So we're going to be doing some fun facilitation of that as well. And so I'm just looking forward to it. It's going to be a really great time and. Those who are interested in that, they can go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com slash live. So do they already need to be a part of this community, or is this a good first exposure as well? This is this can be a fantastic first exposure to the community as well. We definitely have people who are signed up who maybe they've just listened to the podcast before once or twice, but this is their first time kind of connecting from a community mm-hmm. standpoint. But we welcome anyone whose heart is connected to being kingdom-driven in their business. Excellent. All right. So I want to go back to that vision statement for just a minute, because you say some pretty controversial stuff there. All right. You say that our vision is to see individuals, families, cities, and industries radically transformed for God's glory. You're talking about entrepreneurs here. And I love the fact that you're grabbing on to that whole vision of what Jesus laid out 2,000 years ago and that the early church really lived it out because they didn't just stop at cities and industries. They saw an entire empire transformed by them living out their faith in their work. Uh, I mean, the Roman Empire was turned upside down. How do you see this happening in today's world where people are just learning about, relearning about the radical power of Jesus Christ? Most Jesus followers listening to this show today have, have not been taught how to grab hold of all that God has for them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Talk to me about, can you give us one story of one entrepreneur that saw a vision for how their business could radically transform their community, community, their city, Mm -hmm. and they're already starting to see results? 
Yeah. So I'll, I'll actually, I'm going to piggyback on this one with the city, uh, with the bakery that I told you about earlier. So she is in, uh, Kansas City, Missouri area, actually Gladstone, Missouri, to be specific. And she has a bakery called the Laughing Place Bakery, okay? And it has, and the vision God gave her was just like, this was going to be a place that was going to be, which was going to create family and community, right, in their area. It's almost like, they're almost like an oasis for people. So there's people who come to the bakery who, they'll come in and say, I heard that you'll pray for me here. There's people who know God, people who don't know God. I mean, there's people who show up there. She does these community, these community uh, dinners where people will just kind of come together and bring up potluck. People that don't know each other will come together. Uh, she's, she has so many wonderful stories of impact, even through the work that she does, because uh, she's been invited into the local chain so, so now her influence is going beyond even the bakery and going into the city, right? And so I love that. She's, the other thing she's doing in the church, which I think is awesome, is that she has created a space where there's people from multiple ministries that are coming together for kingdom purpose as well, right? And how often do we see that? You know, there's always so much separation. My church does this. My church does this. Right. But she's bringing people together. She'll have a worship night, and she'll have worship leaders from multiple churches come together for a worship night. So I just Excellent. love the way it's like it is It is a place where whether you know Jesus or you don't know Jesus, when you go there, you encounter Jesus. And I love that. I think that's the idea. And for those of us who have the blessing of a brick-and-mortar type business where you actually have a physical location that people are able to kind of come into an atmosphere, it's such a blessing. You know, for, for you to be able to be a demonstrator of just the presence of God and the power of God just right there in people's lives, you know, hand to hand, you know, touching folks, being able to be in the midst of people. So and really blessing. and really what you're saying there is one of the things that you said earlier on is having having a kingdom focus where um, we're serving the king's agenda first, because yes. what you just described and oh, by the way, they also serve baked goods. That wasn't even a part yeah. of the conversation, but yet right. that's they, the business. Baked goods, <laughs> and I bet they are. And I'm like, Jim, this has to be on our agenda to go stop at this bakery next time we're in the Midwest. So, um, but but I think that's the part that you are opening people's minds to. Is yes, we're conducting business. Yes, we're going to do it in a good business fashion and be good yes. entrepreneurs. But how are you teaching them? How are you showing them that the king's agenda? is to be first in the last minute. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that is all about the foundations, uh, you know, teaching foundations around intimacy with God, right? Uh, and even understanding yeah. that we can dream with God and understanding radical faith and radical obedience as the core formula for success, you know, in the kingdom for business. It's just, there's so much mindset shift and heart posture shift. That's what I focus on. That's, That's excellent. How do we shift minds and how do we shift the posture of hearts? And when we do that, that is the foundation for some amazing, amazing things that take place through our businesses. And what you're talking about is as people's relationship with the Lord gets deeper and deeper and deeper, their lives are fully transformed and it impacts everything they do, especially their entrepreneurial ventures. Shay Bynes with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, thank you so much for being on I Work for Him today. Thank you for having me. Check Shay out and her team at KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com, KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. If you have an inkling that that's where God's leading you, this is a great place to start. KingdomDrivenEntrepreneur.com. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for Him. him.